This is Weekly Woman by Jubilance for PMS. Hi, everyone. I'm Alice, the social media manager for Jubilance. And today I'm talking with Christine Jameson, Miss Canada 2019 and Miss British Columbia 2019 and 2018. She is the CEO and founder behind Push 25 Creative Solutions, a full-service marketing company serving British Columbia and beyond. Um, She is a strong advocate for mental health and epilepsy, working to create programs, raise funds for research, make policy changes, and educate the public. And we're so excited to have her on today. So welcome, Christine. Thank you so much for joining us. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. um, So we just kind of start with some more fun questions. Um, What are the must-have essential items in your purse? Um, Well, you always have to have your keys, wallet, phone. Those are the basics. Um, But beyond that, I believe everyone should have uh, lipstick and sunscreen. That sounds great. (laughs) Perfect. Um, What are you currently reading? Um, I'm actually, uh, reading through an entire volume of Shakespeare. Really? What what play are you on? Uh, Midsummer Night's Dream. I'm actually going to direct that this summer. I'm a theater director in my spare time. Yeah. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. I studied, um, my first degree was in creative writing. Um, and then I also have a minor in English. And so anything with Shakespeare, Jane Austen just has my heart. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Yeah, I love Midsummer. My favorite is The Tempest, though. Yep. Um, what are you currently listening to? I listen to such a variety of music. Mm-hmm. Um, a mix between 80s, 90s, early 2000s, and everything from today. Um, I am absolutely in love with the Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack, because it's got this great mix of everything. Yeah, so it's probably my current playlist. Oh, that's awesome. Um, And where are you living now in Canada? Yeah, I live in uh, a small town called Mission in British Columbia. Uh, So it's about an hour and a half outside of Vancouver. Oh, wow. Um, What's your favorite favorite thing about Mission? Um, I absolutely love how community-minded it is. Mm-hmm. I grew up in Vancouver, uh, in North Vancouver specifically, and in the big city. Um, and when I made the move out here, I was so nervous about it. Um, but everyone here is just so genuine and so nice. Did work bring you out there? Yeah, actually, I got my first job out in Chilliwack, which is about half an hour from Mission. Um, and then eventually ended up moving in with my now fiance and buying a house out here. Oh, amazing. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Um, do you have a favorite restaurant in Mission? Where should we all check out if we go there? Um, oh, that's a hard one. (laughs) Um, I love Mission Springs. Um, they have some amazing poutines. Um, but if you ever go to Abbotsford, you also need to go to Loudmouth Brewing because their beer and their food is just on point. That's awesome. Have to check it out. Yeah. Love a good poutine. Right? <laughs> Who doesn't? It's so good. <laughs> the sign of a true Canadian, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's just in my heart. <laughs> um, what are the biggest winter traditions in Canada? Um... I think just getting outside and being outside in the weather, no matter what the weather is. Um, Where I live, we have a very 
vast range of a lot of rain and a lot of snow. So it's either doing one or the other in winter and either way you're outside and you're enjoying it, you're skating, you're snowboarding, you're skiing, uh, you're hiking in the winter. Um, at the same time in this past year, I've had the opportunity to travel all across Canada and there's so many amazing things that happen in Canada in the winter and a lot of different festivals, particularly in uh, Montreal and Quebec area and it's amazing. Oh, that is so cool. Can you talk me through how you got into pageants and becoming Miss Canada? <laughs> how, how did that all come about? Um, so I first did my first pageant in 2011, and that was the Miss British Columbia pageant. Um, and at that point in my life, I was just coming out of um, being pretty much living in the hospital 24-7. Um, I didn't have a lot of confidence. I didn't really know who I was. I didn't know what I stood for. Um, and I joined the Miss BC pageant in order to gain uh, confidence and skills. They offer all these different workshops, um, uh, like public speaking training, interview, how to uh, walk properly, etiquette training, uh, self-defense. And through all those courses, I really became the person that I, I am today. And so I guess two years now, I was like thinking about going back and it was actually uh, my fiance who was like, you know what, just go ahead and do it because you're going to regret not going back. Um, so I didn't walk away with the title the first time I did the pageant, but when I went back in 2018, I miraculously walked away as uh, Miss CC and uh, from there I went to Miss Canada in March and uh, walked away as Miss Canada. Oh, that's wonderful. Wow. Um, and can you talk about getting into marketing as well? Have you always been in marketing or um, what's your story there? Yeah. Um, so my education background is not directly in marketing. It is in uh, communications, English, political science, and that sort of route. Um, I always thought I was going to go into um, political communication. And then I did an international co-op program where I was working in Indonesia for four months doing marketing for English schools. Wow. And I fell in love with it. I was doing website design, brochures, videos, social media, and I knew right away that, you know, this is something that I want to do for the rest of my life. Wow. Where were you in Indonesia? Yeah, I was living in um, Bekasi, which is just outside of uh, Jakarta, which is the capital city, um, but I was really lucky and had the opportunity to travel pretty much all the way across Indonesia, um, including, of course, going to Bali and wow. uh, Lombok, which are the two really big touristy parts. It looks so beautiful, like everywhere uh, there. Stunning. Uh, there's uh, a place in Indonesia called uh, Jogjakarta, uh, which has the most beautiful temples. And as soon as you walk out of the temples, you walk into this like very vibrant marketplace and it's just so much fun. Wow. Have you been able to go back since you worked there? Not specifically to Indonesia, but I have okay. been able to uh, travel quite a bit. And um, I do hopefully plan on going back one day, but uh, you know, you never know what life, what life brings you, right? There's so many places to go and visit yeah. and explore. Wow, that's so amazing. Um, and can you talk um, a little bit about your year as Miss Canada? So you said you've been traveling around Canada um, and all the different parts of, of Canada. Um, what's been your favorite part of um, all your travels around your own country? 
um, everything. Mm -hmm. I, up until this past year, I had been um, pretty much just within BC and Alberta. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't know what to expect when I had the opportunity to travel to the different provinces. And it's been amazing to learn about the different cultures and uh, hear people's stories because the thing with Canada is it really is so vast. Uh, the experience that someone in Prince Edward Island is going through is completely different than in Winnipeg, Manitoba, completely different than British Columbia. And um, it's learning what, um, what people in those areas are doing well and what they need help with and what could I help promote. Um, I was really lucky. I uh, got to work alongside the BC Epilepsy Society and the um, I Am A Voice International Campaign for Epilepsy Awareness. Um, and I've been able to sort of uh, work on creating, uh, getting more funding for research from governments and learning about different programs, as well as uh, we're just in the process of launching something called Epilepsy Friendly Workplaces which is going to be a training program uh, specifically for different businesses. Oh, that's wonderful. Wow. And so were you traveling around working on all your different platforms? Um, yeah. Oh, wow. So I did get to go, of course. So with pageants, there's sort of two sides of it. And I always make sure whenever, so, whenever someone asks me about, um, oh, I'm thinking of joining a pageant, like what's it like? I always say be prepared to win and know that there's two sides to it. One, there's the side that everyone sees, which is the, the parades and the photos and the hair and makeup and all that fancy stuff. And that's what people think of when they think pageants, right? Uh, but there's also this amazing platform uh, that is, uh, gives you a voice and gives you an opportunity to work with organizations and help so many people. And it's about making sure that you use that to the maximum of your, of your ability. Uh, so immediately I contacted uh, different epilepsy organizations and mental health organizations across Canada and I've had the opportunity to visit or work with um, most of them. Um, and I know that you founded your own mental health organization, uh, Faces of Mental Illness. Yeah. Can you talk about that? And um, have you been working on it as Miss Canada as well? Yeah, so unfortunately it has taken a bit of a backseat uh, this year, but I've got um, some big plans coming within the next year with it and uh, sort of putting it together with another project that I'm working on. Um, but yeah, I founded uh, FOMI in 2011. And at that point, in, this was right after I finished the first round of the Miss BC pageant. Uh, so you can see it really led right into this. Um, but I was just coming out of my own mental health struggles with depression, anxiety, and disordered eating. And um, I was looking around for a community and services for uh, young adults. And I found that there really wasn't any. Um, there wasn't like anywhere I could go, anyone I could talk to, or anyone who even could give me some uh, tips on like, oh, how to de-stress in school and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. um, and I mean, you could of course go to counseling, therapists, but there wasn't, um, there wasn't a community. And that's really what I wanted to create when I, I started working on this. Um, and I've had the opportunity to help create programs in universities, high schools, um, all across Canada, um, and put in different uh, tools for people to be able to implement, which is really cool. That's amazing. 
Um, do you have suggestions on how we, um, how anyone can help with uh, mental health? Um, I think when it comes to your own mental health, the biggest thing is remembering that it's okay to be selfish when it comes to your health. Mm. Um, especially that's something I had to almost relearn this year um, because being invited to go to so many events and travel so much, it's a lot on your health. And so it, I had to learn that it was okay for me to take time to myself. And, you know, if I want to stay at home on a Friday night, have a glass of wine in a bubble bath and have some me time, that's okay. Um, but, awesome. <laughs> oh, it's literally yeah. my best de-stressor. Yes. Um, I think it's also, we have to learn. Uh, we're at the point in our society where we're openly now talking about mental health and we know that it's there but we are not having those tough discussions with people on, well, I see that you're struggling. What can I do to help you? Mm -hmm. Right. And it's something even, especially in workplaces, it's something that's not discussed. Um, mental health is not included in a lot of uh, sick day policies. Huh. Right. Yeah. So it's about talking to your employer and saying, Hey, this is something that I struggle with. We know scientifically that this is an illness like any other. And I just want you to know that I will be taking six days if I have to. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. Fascinating. So we've got to stop and talk about our sponsor, Jubilance for PMS. It's a daily supplement that helps you be you. Jubilance is an over-the-counter nutritional supplement shown in clinical trials to relieve the emotional symptoms of PMS. That means less stress, anxiety, and more of getting back to your life. You deserve to be your best self all month long. And thanks to modern science, PMS is now optional. It's the first and only product for emotional PMS backed by real science with double-blind, placebo-controlled, peer-reviewed studies. And it works. I work for Jubilance because I'm here to help women, and this is the real deal. Jubilance isn't just a product. It's a global mission to make PMS mood swings a thing of the past. The Jubilance Sisterhood is a movement of thousands of strong women escaping the PMS struggle with science, sharing, and communal support. We're here for you each week with stories of amazing women, your weekly playlist on Spotify, and for you to dish and cry about periods on our Facebook group. So why not give Jubilance a try? Go to www.jubilance.com to learn more. And so what are you going to do um, in your next year um, with as as Miss Canada forever, of course, but um, what will you do um, uh, after this? Yeah. Um, it's funny because everyone keeps asking me that and everyone has always asked me, oh, what's, what's next and what's next and what's next? And even when I was doing Miss BC and Miss Canada, it was, oh, what are you doing this year? What's next? And my answer is honestly, I don't know. Um, Great. <laughs> My biggest thing is I want to continue to make the world a better place. I want to continue to fill the needs that I see. Um, so expanding the epilepsy friendly workplace program, expanding uh, faces of mental illness. We're going to be um, working um, on doing something with domestic violence uh, victims in accordance with mental health and providing uh, self-defense training. Um, there's just so much going on and there's never any like a, this is what I'm doing. It's I want to keep going and I want to keep doing everything. Um, on sort of a bigger level though, I did, so this year I did, I, I did compete internationally. Uh, wow. this year. 
Yeah, I competed. That's amazing. Yeah, I competed at Miss Continents down in Las Vegas in the summer. Wow. And I became a second runner-up, which was really cool. Um, so I am looking at doing another pageant within the next two years. I don't know if it'll be this year or next year, but somewhere within that span, that's in my picture. Um, I'm of course wedding planning. That takes up a lot more time than I ever thought it would. And I don't know why it does. Um, yeah, there's just so much going on. That's amazing. And also speaking of doing it all, I know you're also um, a dog advocate. <laughs> you've, I, I read that you've um, saved over a hundred dogs lives through fostering. Can you talk yeah. about getting into that? And do you have a dog yourself? Oh my goodness. I have three dogs and two cats. Um, my fiance told me I'm not allowed anymore. Uh, so I decided to foster instead. Um, so I always, for me, I feel very akin to animals and I see, um, I think, you know, the saying that, um, for a dog, they're just one part of your life, but for, for them, you are their entire life. And it goes the same for a cat. And it's so true. Um, and so when I had the opportunity to foster, of course I said, yes. And we get, uh, so we work with a couple of different local rescues and we get dogs uh, that are both local surrenders um, or from areas such as Texas, California, and Mexico. Those are the three big uh, areas that have an abundance of high kill shelters. And what that means is a dog has 72 hours from the time that it enters to the time that it's put down. So the organization, I know, the organizations that we work with go in um, and save their lives, bring them up here. Um, and we are sort of the middle people um, that help them find a happy, loving home. Um, and it's been quite a journey. Um, We've had, uh, yeah, over a hundred different dogs and each one comes with a different set of challenges and a different <laughs> personality. Um, and it's amazing to see them go from these, most of the time, these very shy, malnourished um, dogs that don't quite know what to think about you to grow into these things that all they want is love and attention and they're just so thankful. Wow. That's wonderful. Congratulations on that. Oh my gosh. That's amazing work. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so a big thing that we talk about on this podcast, um, hearing back to humans, I guess, is um, what is womanhood and what is that to you? Um, I mean, I think it's a constantly changing definition. It could change like the next second, but um, what is it to you right now? Yeah, that's definitely such a big question that encompasses so much. Um, one of the themes that I've uh, stuck with over the past two years is um, helping women step into leadership positions. And that doesn't mean always the business world, though, you know, that can be that, but it also just means leadership within your life. Um, and it means stepping into yourself and stepping up to the plate and saying, this is who I am and this is what I want to do. And I think us as women for a long time, we have um, stepped back from the table and stepped away and said, oh, you know, it's okay. We're going to let other people make choices for us. But I think at this point, womanhood is stepping up and making those choices for ourselves and being full uh, women and accomplishing amazing things in our lives. 
that's amazing. And it sounds like you're doing all those things, doing it all. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, and if a woman were to just pass you on the street and you had like 30 seconds to give her your best piece of advice, what would it be about anything? Um, don't be afraid to be the change maker. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of times we sit and we say, well, you know, things are the way that they are because that's the way that it is. And that's the way that it's always been. And I hear that so much. My dad used to say it all the time when I was growing up, that's the way it is, Christine. Okay, well, you know, things are the way they are because we as a society made them that way. That doesn't mean that that's the way that they have to stay. <laughs> and so it's okay to be the one who's standing up and saying, hey, like, I don't think this is okay. I want to change this, right? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And it seems like you're changing the world one dog at a time, one platform at a time. All of the like mental illness education that you're bringing to all these different universities and high schools. So keep going. <laughs> Thank you. Take it all up. Um, is there anything else you'd like to add to our listeners? Um, I think the biggest thing is uh, just taking charge of your life and saying yes to opportunities. Um, I think that was the biggest thing that in the past few years for me has completely changed my life. I never saw myself as a, as a pageant girl. I never saw myself as Miss Canada. I never saw myself doing modeling or doing um, all this different stuff that now just is part of who I am. And um, I think it's about saying yes to opportunities in your life and not being afraid. That's amazing. Thank you so much for being on, Christine. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. It was so lovely to have you. Mm -hmm.